0: So let's learn more about the Maxwell Care program built to find and address the underlying root causes of disease and health dysfunctions so you can get better, stay better and maximize your wellness, something we all want. So here to talk with us is Dr. David Hasse, founder and medical director at the Maxwell Clinic. This is the Top Docs Podcast. I'm your host, Bill Claproth, Dr. Hasse. Thanks for being here. Hey, Bill. Good to be with you. Absolutely. So why do you say one of the most important questions to ask ourselves is, what is your health for? Well, yeah, because you rarely ever get anything
1: that you really want unless you are clear upon your goal. And most of the time, people, it's kind of something we don't even talk about. Like, why do... We just assume, of course, we want to be healthy, right? But why aren't you? (laughs) Good question. Are there health behaviors that you haven't been able to overcome? Are there things that you haven't looked into? I mean, do you have enough motivation behind your desire? Do you really know how precious your health is? That if you Mm. don't have your health, you can't have enjoyment? with regard to what's going on in your life. You can't have experiences. Your relationships are limited. Your ability to contribute in the world is impaired. If you want to have part of your legacy being a grandparent that enables their grandchildren to know that they are loved, all of those things are not possible. But if you're aware of them, if you're asked the question, and I'm asking it right now, for anybody listening, ask, what is your health for? Mm-hmm. What do you want it for? Is right. it for to be that legacy grandparent? Is it to leave behind the world better than you left it? Is it for you to experience hiking Kilimanjaro? Is it that you want to be pain-free so that you can be present for those people in your life and be a net positive in their life? Is it so that you can... Enjoy the fun of having a great body and all of the things that you can do with that body. So what do you want your health for? Yeah. Is a clarifying question. And man, the power it gives people, the power people have when they get really clear on what are they after, then they start getting curious about how do I get it?
0: Mm Mm-hmm. So all good questions we should be asking ourselves for sure. So what kind of medicine do you practice? <laughs> well, I
1: started at Vanderbilt Medical School and went to the Mayo Clinic and got residency trained family medicine and practiced rural family medicine for a time. I became board certified in integrative medicine and holistic medicine. I was one of the people who helped start functional medicine. I teach for the Institute for Functional Medicine. But, you know, we always just strive here at Maxwell Clinic to practice good medicine. And there's lots of brands out there as far as, oh, I do this and I do that. I think it's always a struggle to say, what kind of medicine do I practice? But I can say what we try to do is always put the person at the center, always make sure that that individual, we're looking at cause rather than just the symptoms that may occur that we are forming a therapeutic partnership with our patient, and that we are being curious. We commit to being curious and to listen and to do what it takes to help that person awaken their own ability to heal. Because that's the reality that just blew my mind when I was at Mayo. All of a sudden, I was standing there in the hallway of St. Mary's Hospital, and I went, wait a second. I have a license to diagnose and treat disease. And that's great. I love it. I love my my medical colleagues and all the specialists. I love them all. But I realized I went to medical school to figure out what creates health. And that is a little bit of a different angle. And that Mm -hmm. helps us, for that, we have to understand how does the body function and figure out what are the barriers to that body functioning better and remove those barriers and what are the resources that body needs and then put in those resources. And that's the medicine that we practice. The medicine we practice would actually be called salutogenic medicine, which means the
0: creation of health. The creation of health. I like that. I want to follow up with you. You said earlier you work to get to the cause, not just treat the symptoms. Why is it so important to get to the root cause of disease?
1: Yeah. It's not just myself, but all the clinicians here at Maxwell Clinic. We have got multiple clinicians and multiple different individuals who have various areas of interest, but it's a unifying idea that we want to treat people as we want to be treated. What's the health care I want? I don't want to keep going back to my doctor just so I can maintain my disease, or if you're going to actually create healing, maybe resolve that problem, you have to find out why that problem occurred in the first place. So hypertension is a good example. We're going to be doing a webinar on hypertension this week, and I'm excited about that. Hypertension is such a dang boring topic, so boring. And actually the official title for hypertension is like essential hypertension. What a stupid name. And basically means like, well, you just have it. (laughs) And that is just BS. I just call BS on that one, right? That means either we're not looking hard enough or we're not being curious enough. And I'm going to correct something you asked. You said, why is it important to find the underlying cause? We should almost always make causes. Hmm. because health is a very multifactorial process. It's not just one thing. This is, people have kind of been lied to by the pharmaceutical industry that you just need one pill for your ill. You know, that here it is. It's one pill for your ill. But health is the connectedness, the wholesome connectedness of many things that has a very high level of resiliency and a high level of adaptability. Health is... It's so much more than just the absence of a disease or a diagnosis. And so when we're trying to create health, we actually have to be really curious and think from multiple different angles about what are the causes of that individual being in the situation they are
0: in. Right. So let's talk more about that testing and finding that out. One of your philosophies at Maxwell Clinic is test, don't guess. Why is that important and what type of testing can you offer patients they might not find elsewhere? Hmm.
1: Well, even before tests don't guess, the first thing we do is listen. Because there are all kinds of places. Nowadays, there's direct-to-consumer lab testing available on every web page. And there's all kinds of people who would love to take your blood or your body fluid and tell you what to do via some computer program. And the number of patients who have wasted so much money thinking that, And with good intention, and I want to say I have huge respect for people that take their health in their own hands and want to dig into that, but the problem is that that's often more marketing than medicine. Mm. And if you're going to really address your underlying cause, it would be good to talk to somebody who has had a lot of experience in the complexity of that situation. When something's too simple in healthcare, you're being marketed to. All right? If it's too good to be true, too simple to be true, it probably is. And I love things to be simple. I don't want things to be complex. But god darn it, you know, the human brain is the most complex structure in the known universe. And that's just one part of our body. So anyway, I think it's always important for us first to listen, even before we test. So that's the first part. And I think that things like functional medicine, Often, some individuals have gone to doctors that practice functional medicine, they've got a bunch of tests, and they're recommended to change this diet and take this supplement and do this, but they haven't been listened to. So I think listening is really the most important first step. Then, testing. And gosh, do I love objective data. And I like objective data because the human brain is biased. Every one of us has shaped a brain according to all the experiences of our life. Every doctor that you have seen, you're seeing them with all the context of every patient they have seen before and all of their training, and they have certain ruts that they live in. They have certain belief patterns that they live in, and you have those ruts and belief patterns yourself. And so here you have a person with a biased brain meeting another person with a biased brain, and unfortunately, well, fortunately, sometimes it works out, and it's just what you need, but sometimes it doesn't. And so I really don't like to, you know, what we call it, smoke your own dope, right? Let's be cautious not to believe our own assumptions. And so testing is a wonderful way to either confirm or deny clinical suspicions. Because when you do a test, even when you're doing these broad-based tests like we do, we always have a suspicion in mind. What is it? What's underneath there? So now coming back to your question about, well, what kind of testing do we do? It's arguable that there's very few clinics in exist that do have more contracts with various labs across the world than we do. I think we're up to over 35 different labs all from all the way from Greece and Japan and Australia, labs that have individual capabilities that maybe we use those labs very infrequently. Our main lab is LabCorp, and we can get a huge amount done with basic laboratory testing. But then Sometimes looking at stool testing, you know, what is going on with the health of the gut, immune testing, looking for markers of genetic health, toxicity testing, nutrient testing. But all of that still needs to be targeted because everybody has a limit how much blood there is to be taken. Number one, let's just start with that limit. People have limits on the amount of information they want. People have limits on the amount of money they can spend to do some of these tests that aren't even if they're covered by insurance, right? And that whole covered by insurance business, the number of people who miss out on getting information that they need because, well, it wasn't covered by my insurance is mm-hmm. terrible. Right. And so remember, insurance companies have never been known to be the most progressive organizations in the world, right? right. Insurance companies are some of the most regressive organizations right. in the world. Yeah. And so we not, don't just do laboratory testing. We also do quantitative EEG, measuring the brain waves and comparing those against FDA registered databases of average normal brain waves. We do optical scanning. We have scanners that measure the microcirculation, which is your capillaries, and what are the protective lining inside the capillaries. That's something called the glycocalyx. We measure body composition analysis and cellular health. And again, these are, it's not that everybody needs every test, it's a fact of what are you after? First of all, what do you want your health for? And then what is the future you desire? And then what we wanna know is where are you now? Right. And then we figure out a gap between where you are now and where you wanna go. And then let's discern. Let's take what we know and let's take a little time to think about, well, what would be the best approach where we could hit the most things simultaneously? what's gonna require the least investment of your limited resources of time, money, energy, and effort, and apply those so you can have the most benefit possible. And then we run that experiment, right? Every one of us, we call, I call life an experiment of one, right? There's nobody like us, nobody has our genetics and has had our whole life, even identical twins, they didn't have the same life. And what we need to do in good healthcare is to partner with our patients to devise the most wholesome experiments we possibly can and then run those experiments and then track them in relationship. And that relationship is really then the next most important ingredient.
0: Yeah, so where are you now? Where do you want to go? And then test, not guess, to confirm your suspicion. So your clinic also provides services and capabilities not available under one roof, Anywhere else in the Southeast, can you tell us about that?
1: Well, sure. We are the largest center for outpatient therapeutic plasma exchange, which is really a remarkable therapy that has potential for a known ability to treat severe autoimmune disease, but also potential for treating neurodegeneration and supporting healthy longevity. Super exciting field there. But we're really the largest center, outpatient center of its kind in the Southeast. We have an integrated center where we provide some of the most advanced quantitative EEG and EEG neurofeedback. We have an IV suite that we can utilize intravenous nutrition and other IV therapies for treatment. We have hyperbaric chamber. We have a regenerative orthopedic medicine specialist who is a 20-year veteran of doing regenerative orthopedics, basically helping people's joints feel better and stay better. He's a former Olympic athlete and just a wonderful, wonderful human being. We have multiple diagnostic facilities. We just received our OCTA, which is a advanced machine to examine the retina and assess the health of the vascular system in the retina. That's gonna be in one of our research trials. We have multiple IRB-approved research trials that are going on at our facility. And we have a diverse number of practitioners that each have their own individual strengths. We provide IV ketamine services. IV ketamine is amazing for helping to address people that are stuck in very severe depression, anxiety, or trauma. You know, really everything that we have here has come about because of my passion of how do we create health. It's not just to do something different. Oh my gosh, the number of things that we've gotten rid of is huge because they just didn't help. And there's all kinds of folks out there that have a magic pill or a magic potion or a magic test that is appropriate. And I think everything has its place.
0: Right. Yeah, so your clinic definitely does offer things available, not anywhere else, that's for sure. You also offer a program called MW Care. What is MW Care, and is that the best way for people to get started with you?
1: Oh, Maxwell Care. So we're going to celebrate our 20th year this year, and we're very excited about that. So this has been a long time coming, and I have been experimenting with what's the best way to get the most out of your care? We stayed inside insurance for 16 years. I tried everything possible to provide this advanced care inside of the insurance network. And when you have to choose between bankruptcy and continuing your passion, then I'm going to continue to pursue my mission. So we left the insurance framework and interestingly enough, the cost of our patients went down. We have some really interesting analyses on that. And then we said, wow, well, Now that we're outside of this, these ridiculous rules and regulations of insurance, how do we provide what people actually need Mm -hmm. rather than what just checks this box or that box for insurance?
0: And it turns
1: out that people need relationship. Almost every amazing outcome that we we saw happen happened in the context of a longer-term relationship. It was a partnership with a clinician and a patient that had enough time and each person committed to a positive outcome. So in our Maxwell care, we have put aside the time necessary for clinicians to hear, to listen to patients. We have a very extensive intake process so we can make that time the most efficient for patients, as we want to always deliver the, the best that we possibly can for the minutes that we have. And our Maxwell care process, puts together what are the most high-value evaluations that are going to give us a great initial understanding of anybody that walks through our door. And that process is something that we continue to hone. We continue to see how can we do that better. So our Maxwell Care program partners at this current time a clinician with a patient. And that clinician is selected amongst the clinicians we have. We have medical doctors, we have physician's assistants, we have nurse practitioners, psychotherapists, orthopedic specialists, as I said. But we really think about what is the personality, what are the challenges that are represented, what does that individual patient need? So that's our first step, being mindful of the importance of relationship. And then we have a very unique group of individuals we call patient advocates. And the patient advocate is there to do two things. One, to be an advocate for the patient with regard to what their needs are, if there's anything that they're not getting from the clinic or that there's a trouble with communication, they are there to make sure to jump in and make sure that happens. But also, they're an advocate for that patient with regard to that patient's commitments to themselves and what did they say they were going to do so they can follow up and actually get the results that they desire. And that has been amazing. So we have a team structure here, and, we're, and it's also wonderful how many people that have come to us as patients and turn up working here, end up working here, because we have a really wonderful community of people. It's an amazing team that cares for each other, and then that leaks out, you know, that seeps out into what happens with our patients. Healthcare should not be something that causes sickness unto itself. And we're trying to be really aware of how can we not just wholesomely transform the health of humans, but also of the healthcare system itself. It's very exciting.
0: Yeah. Well, you talk about relationships and listening, something everybody wants. But unfortunately, when you go to the doctor, a lot of times that's not what you get. Mm -hmm. So you're changing that model, if you will. And certainly the success of the Maxwell Clinic is a testament to that.
1: Yeah. It's rewarding as can be. It is rewarding as can be. You know, when people engage, listen, you have to have a lot of compassion for somebody that is going to say, gosh, I am struggling. They have to overcome their own denial. They have to overcome their own shame sometimes. Maybe they feel bad about the fact that they haven't made the changes that they said they were going to make, or there's a whole host of things that keep us beaten down. And some people have terrible trauma from the healthcare environment itself. Just look at how many people have white coat hypertension, right, that's when your blood pressure goes up just when you go to the doctor's office. Well, there's a good dang reason for that, right? Because people back in their past kind of felt traumatized around it and immediately their stress goes up when they walk in. Yeah. And it's often kind of cute how many people say, wow, I get my blood pressure registered here and it's normal, but I go to the specialist and it's high. And yes, yeah. we've checked our blood pressure machines, and they're working fine. <laughs> but yeah, it's an honor to get to engage with humans from a, whole, from a wholesome or a holistic basis. It's, again, we just try to deliver the care that we would want for ourselves. Yeah. Now, and we have all kinds of room. We're very, very proud of what we deliver. And we're always endeavoring to continue to make it better.
0: Absolutely. And if you left us with some great phrases here that I know that we'll remember. Pill for an ill, test don't guess, and then more marketing than medicine. I mean, that really rings true when you think about our current state of medicine today. Dr. Hasi, thank you so much for your time. If someone wants to learn more or to book an appointment with you, what should they do?
1: Yeah, go to maxwellclinic.com. And that's the best way to start engaging with Maxwell Care and our clinicians that are here at Maxwell Clinic to be partnered up with the right one, given your circumstances. So that would be
0: maxwellclinic.com. Dr. Hasi, thank you so much for your time. This has really been informative. Thanks again. Oh,
1: thank you very much, Bill.
0: Take care. You betcha. And if you found this podcast helpful, please share it on your social channels and check out the full podcast library for topics of interest to you. This is the Top Docs Podcast. I'm Bill Klaproth. Thanks for listening.